0: To still buffering. A sister's guide to teens
1: through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So, sisters, the Mueller report. Oh gosh. Have you read this? Kit, is it possible uh, to? It looks like most of it is redacted. Uh, I I have read. I mean, I've read summaries. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been largely watching the children, so I haven't been able to like right. sit down and read it.
0: That was my plan for my entire evening. <laughs>
1: Read the redacted. Just sit down and read the redacted Mueller report. The full redacted. I saw I saw Dan Savage tweet. I thought it was pretty funny. He said, is full redacted sort of like the full Monty? <laughs> <laughs> it's The full redacted Mueller. I'm sorry. Is it Mueller report? I always want to say Mueller. I, I think always it's, say I think Mueller. It's Mueller. Is it Mueller? I think. I People correct me sometimes. You know what we're know. talking about. You know what we mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All I know is that I checked Twitter at one point and uh, Trump colluded was, was trending, trending. and yeah. I was like What, what?
2: <laughs> yeah. But the
1: A G said
2: I mean there's lots of there's a there's a there's a lot of juicy bits in there.
1: There is, there is. The the, the expletives really he used it. when he found out that Mueller, Mueller, whatever was gonna be investigating him. Good. Which is yeah. just what you say <laughs> when you're innocent.
0: Yeah <laughs> I was gonna
2: say uh,
0: My
1: presidency yeah. is over because I'm so innocent.
2: <laughs> I, I like that. Well, and also we've got, which we all know, it's nothing new. But like Sarah Sanders on record being like, "Yeah, I lied. That was a lie." Like that. <laughs> those those statements were absolutely unfounded. Like in the report. Like we know, but it's in writing, and that's weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, you know, it it really. Um, I I try not to lose hope because. Even though this has been like a very uh, arduous, slow, excruciating for most of us process, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's the same way with Nixon. It was like this. We just didn't live through it.
0: Yeah, it took. Except it took you know a whole term and then part of another
1: one to to yeah. get that one. Well, so then maybe this is faster if you think. Yeah, it, that's look. What I'm if saying. you look at it that way, if we're looking at it in a positive <laughs> way, <laughs> now if we're looking at it in a wrong way, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying it took him a while to take down Nixon. It's true.
2: Well, I don't know. I think the world's about to go insane. <laughs> it already is. It's been there. Insaner? Okay.
1: Uh sure. Uh, hey, listen, we're in for some rough waters, but we've already been in rough waters. Yeah. We live in rough waters now. We live yeah. in them now. And here's the great thing. We've learned how to tread those rough waters. We're fine. We're going to keep on treading.
0: Sydney's out in the middle of the ocean, and her life raft is just like slowly deflating, and her head's barely above water, and she's just holding two thumbs up like, (laughs) we're
2: great. Everything's fine. I I don't know. I feel like maybe is that the cultural fascination with mermaids right now? (laughs) We have gotten used to treading water uh, so severely that now we are just all beautiful, liberal mermaids.
1: Just fish, people. It's either that or it's the yearning to be underwater constantly. Yeah, <laughs> You know, if I was a mermaid, I could just live underwater, and I wouldn't know any of this. Yeah, you can't hear
0: anything up top when you're underwater. Yeah. It's all just muffled up there. Yeah.
1: All, all of this would seem like a dream. It's like the
0: adults in Peanuts cartoons. Just wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. all. That's all that is above, above yeah. the
2: water. All, all along, Sebastian was right. Darling, it's better. <laughs> where <Downward>, it's wetter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: well um hey can we talk about something really quick I want to put out to our entire audience of listeners because this is all I've been able to think about for three days and it's the fact that no one else says pouring the rain apparently except for me as someone from West Virginia I say since we're talking about water Taylor do you say that or no
2: well uh I feel like I would say both interchangeably I don't know it's pouring rain outside it's pouring the rain outside yeah, I feel like, like this, is, this is like soda and pop And I was like oh which one do you say I'm like either one I don't know Yeah I feel like I've just lived in two very different places And now just have an amalgamation Amalgamation of, of dialect Like yeah. I've definitely
0: said like It's pouring outside without rain in there at all But also every time I have the words Pouring and rain in there I don't say it's pouring rain I say it's pouring the rain
1: I say, I say pouring the rain and my
0: uh, only roommate, who's not from West Virginia, had to tell me that's a thing she's never heard. And then I tweeted it, and had over a hundred people respond. And pretty much about ninety-eight of them were like, "Yeah, that's not a thing I've ever heard. That's insane."
1: Tell tell her that you call a shopping cart a buggy, and see how that goes over. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, is that a weird? Is that a weird thing? Yes, yeah. So apparently, th- that is what that's
0: I've. That's a weird I thing, didn't, apparently too. Yeah, I didn't I've always know that. called them
2: buggies. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to realize that, uh, like, a beanie is not a toboggan. Yeah,
1: yeah. We can't even get into the beanie took toboggan. toboggan yeah, thing. I don't know. Or toque. Yeah. took took took. I don't know.
0: I don't know what's happening with words anymore. The English language is difficult. You
1: know, I used to call soda Coke. Just all soda, all soda, Coke. I, well, I yeah, blame. I've
2: heard that
1: before. I blame the South. We lived yeah. in the South for long enough, mm-hmm. and I mean, if you live down near Georgia long enough, you'll just assume everything's Coke. <laughs> I'm loyal to Coke now as a result.
0: You only drink Coke?
1: No, but <laughs> like in the Coke-Pepsi battle. You are on Pepsi's, or on Coke's side. I'm on, I'm on Coke's side. I mean, I had a 50-50 chance of saying the right word right there, <laughs> and I just picked the wrong one. Pepsi used to be called Brad's Drink. There's my fact for the day. Well, that's Brad's a terrible drink? name. Mm-hmm.
2: Who's Brad? Ah, no offense to Brad. Why yeah.
1: is it his drink? It was Brad's Drink. And then somebody went, you know, that's probably a bad name. Let's name it after a drug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's way sexier than Brad. Brad. Sorry again, Brad. Uh,
1: so everybody paid their taxes. I'm assuming. Uh, if not, oh, yeah. if not, I would not say it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sisters, if you didn't lie right now,
2: I definitely did. <laughs> I y- yes. Yes. I, I think they. I think they took a few years off my life, but I paid them.
1: Like, I understand it was a rough, a rough tax season for everyone who's not a oh, billionaire yeah. in yeah. the United States of America. <laughs> so, I
2: I, I kind of knew it was coming because like I work in a restaurant, and if you just work at a restaurant, you usually get a, a, some money back. I mean that's just normal when you have a you know. A job where you, they take taxes out you usually get a return and I felt like all of my friends that I know that have the one job were like oh man I've never owed before I owe for the first time in my life what did I do wrong and I was like oh no I do independent contract work and like freelance art and stuff which I always owe for I'm gonna get hurt <laughs> and that's <was>
1: right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, you were not alone it was a rough year for everybody in terms of even if you knew you owed you owed more yeah. And people who thought they were getting a return who legit uh, were planning on it. I read I read many articles about that yeah well, many, many human interest articles mm-hmm. about people who were hurting tax time um, but I think I think that's a relevant topic for our show because one thing that happens to you generally I think most of us at some point during our teenage years either we get a job or we move out or, Something happens that necessitates that we start attempting to manage finances. Trying to, <laughs> That's the key word there, attempting.
2: Bold of you to assume I've made that attempt.
1: <laughs> the 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 uh, management of finances is thrust upon us, That's whether right. we like it or not.
2: That's good. So for the first couple times, you go, "I don't have money." What did I do to not have money again? I keep ending up here. <laughs> it's it's a weird moment. I still remember like <laughs> there's this whole period of time when you're a
1: kid where you don't really have money, or if you do, it's in the form of like physical paper money that yeah. came like inside a greeting card. <laughs> yeah, and or like you like,
0: went to your mom and dad, and you were like, "Hey, I'm going to movies with my friends. Can I have ten dollars?"
1: Right, and, and then, like, like, then they give you a ten. Man, can you imagine going to a movie and having a t- and t- paying ten yeah. dollars? Yeah, right. Gosh. I feel old saying. That.
2: <laughs> Riley grew up in 1950s. Like, How old are you
1: kidding? I'm gonna go to the movies. We're gonna grab some lunch. I'm gonna hit the soda shop later. I see Can ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe get a couple funny books. Wait, you you know
2: what? Yes.
1: Okay. Whatever you know what I mean. Used to be much
2: cheaper in, in our lifetimes.
1: Yes. Yes. No. It's true, but. But there's the there's the moment where money is that and like you have like I just remember like I had by my teenage years I had redesigned my room to have sort of an astrology theme. Oh good. <laughs> I remember that room. It had it had like it was like blue with like the sun and moon and stars and like some vague zodiac looking things. If I
0: recall correctly, you also used glow in the dark puffy paint mm-hmm. to draw things on your walls.
1: Yes. And I had a collection of little like those little cardboardy boxes in different shapes that mom mm-hmm. painted. And one of them was my money box mm-hmm. <laughs> that held my whatever I had at any given time. Like if it was right after a birthday, maybe as many as $50. <laughs> if it was at not about, after on a bad a birthday, day, <laughs> maybe as many as $0. Maybe $2. <laughs> yeah, maybe $0. But like I had my box and like that's where my, this is money to me. It's in a box in my room. And when it goes away, I wait till a birthday <laughs> for right. it to come back. And then there's the moment where all of a sudden it's like money means this checkbook or this debit card, and I have to access it, and I am so unclear as to what happens next. I, I think remember that's a scary transition.
0: Yeah. I remember being very confused when I was younger when online ordering things became a thing, about yes. how that worked, because I was like, well, I only have paper money. So I order it and then I have to be here and they deliver it like a pizza and I hand them money <laughs> and I give this to the mail person. That doesn't, this
1: doesn't seem
0: right. That doesn't seem like that's a good plan. Now that's when
1: you go to mom and just say, I'm going to order something offline. Can I use your card? And she doesn't know that you don't know what you're doing either. Yeah. So she's like, okay. And then you start putting your credit card information into something that is definitely not a safe. <laughs> definitely not a secure internet location.
2: Yeah, I definitely remember, like, the wild days of, like, mom using her, like, using her credit card, giving it to me to, like, enter it on, like, a fan sub, like, anime website where you just (laughs) send an email to someone and be like, here's the credit card in an email. We trust you. I want some anime. Does this work? (laughs) I didn't show up, though. These very nice people were like, yes, here you go. We charged you correctly. We could have, this was an operation of trust, fully. (laughs) You wrote uh, to it, like chibi chibi 23 with all of your debit card
1: information. <laughs> Just cross your fingers.
2: Serious. Sure,
1: yes. And like an unencrypted email. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: See, <laughs> no. so You want all the information on in the back? You want my social security? Just in case? Sure, make it easy. Here it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's my email password? Well, I Let's can see, see why my you name. might need that. And it's the same as all of my other passwords.
2: <laughs> it's Apple. <laughs>
1: It's my cat's name. They're all my cat's name.
2: One, two, Uh, three, four.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, but I I remember very distinctly, like, getting, like, mom and dad helping me set up, like, a bank account. And now it was like, okay, I can use these checks to make money go from that place (laughs) to somewhere else. I don't have money in there, but if I did... (laughs) that would be helpful. I have a debit card. Okay. And, and, you know, and it's still funny to think about like at the time that Taylor, when you and I would have been first doing this, not like the, the ability to use your card everywhere you went was not a given. Right. I mean, a lot of places Mm -hmm, you could use a debit or credit card, but not all. And Mm -hmm. certainly not like all the stores that Taylor and I might want to go to. Right. Like you had to have cash. So it wasn't like I mean, I, I remember getting a card and having checks and then still just having like this sweaty wad of cash that I kept <laughs> that I transferred from Jean's pocket to Jean's pocket as I went places. And I knew like that was my accounting. That's how I balanced, yeah. balanced my checkbook was that I knew how much cash I had in the pocket of my jeans. <laughs> and that was my money.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I, when I first came to college, that's when I first that was my first debit card was like putting some money on that like you know to get me set up for like loan money or whatever and I had checks and I distinctly remember my roommates making fun of me for going out one night to uh to hang out like college kids do and I brought my checkbook I <laughs> <laughs> was like all right I have my debit card I have my checkbook I have my ID of a questionable origin I'm good to go she's like no dude what you're sure where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> are you a time traveler? Do you think you're gonna write a check for the subway? <laughs> can you
1: see? I just love the image of somebody sitting at the bar nervously trying to order a drink <laughs> illegally and then whipping out a checkbook to pay for it. <laughs> like, can I just write the tip in or <laughs> Does
2: this is work? I don't know. I only kinda know how to fill it out.
1: Do I make it out to you
2: or <laughs> Banana <establishment>. Joe's or <laughs> Budweiser? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this too? Just alcohol.
1: Four <laughs> <know> <laughs> beers.
2: Like you know, like oh, like now it's like oh, you know, like even if I have cash on me, like I always bring my card along just in case something happens. And I think it was the same thought process. But what horrible panic situation could I have gotten myself out <laughs> of with a <the> checkbook? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I will tell you, I was the same way. I got this, uh, I I remember the pocket it was in, in my purse, because I had this weird, like, Army surplus-looking bag purse. I remember that. And, yeah, it was like an Army medic bag. And I had the pocket in it that was the checkbook pocket, and it had the pin pocket right next to it where the pen went. It was really cool because it was a medic bag, so it had all these little... Hey, that's not really cool. (laughs) It was! It had all these little dividers in it, little slots and pockets, so you could... Put medicine in it, except I used it for your checkbook, checkbook, and my pen and my chapstick—the things you need. <laughs> That's all you really need,
0: mm-hmm. is it?
1: I mean, your checkbook. <laughs> eventually, I had a cell phone, but <laughs> not then. Uh,
0: um, yeah. I I can probably count the number of checks I've written in my life on one hand, and the idea of having to carry around cash all the time scares me. Because like here's the thing if I have a debit card which I do which is what I use to get pretty mm-hmm. much everything. Sure. And I lose it or something someone steals my wallet or I leave my card somewhere like you cancel it and that's like a hassle but you li- eliminate your chances of someone stealing all your money if you figure out it's gone and you cancel it and then it's like well you get a new one. But if you just have cash and that's all your money and someone takes it like it's gone.
2: Yeah. True. That's it. It's just
0: gone. It's
2: true. It's true.
0: Like, it's not even, like, a convenience thing for me. My friends always make fun of me, and I'm like, oh, man, I literally have, like, $3 in cash and a card. But, like, it just scares me to have all my money just in paper form.
1: But it's it really was, it's weird, because I still find myself, like, if I go into a smaller store, like, not a big, giant chain kind Mm -hmm. of store or restaurant or anything like that, a place that looks a little more small, um, independent, local, I still find myself looking at the door for the credit card signs on the door for like the MasterCard well, visa there are a lot of thing. places around
0: here that don't take cards, that just do cash or check. There, like older there still places. are. And, it, yeah. and it's,
1: and that's like, I, I think that's where a lot, of that, a lot of that came from was my going out routine was first stop ATM to mm-hmm. get the cash for the evening so that whatever I was doing, I had my cash for the evening. Yeah. I, I would never have assumed that the places I was going to go would all accept my card.
2: It's funny because now we have the rise of the uh, opposite, um, where places that only deal in cards, like paper cash, doesn't happen. I've there's Mm -hmm. a there was a there's a very it's it's amazing. It's a very touristy ice cream place up in uh, Williamsburg, and uh, it's all it's all paperless. But the problem is, is it's a very touristy area. And, you know, every, like, I feel like every, I was waiting in line and the slime was so long and it was like kind of a hot day. So I'm like, this is why it's taking so long. It's a hot day. Everyone wants ice cream. No, it's because every person got to the register was like, wait, what? I can't use cash? Like, not at all? That's wild. $5 yeah. $5 worth of ice cream. that I don't have a card. It's like, well, okay. I don't know. I that See, that's, that's
1: wild. Because it, it really is like, I, I mean... I take it for granted that you can always do cash. And I still have that moment of guilt. Sometimes if it is a very cheap purchase, I still have a little bit and of you like. And use your card. I, sh- I should be. Using yeah. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the car It's all I have. I'm sorry yeah. for the card. I still have that moment. The worst is, I know everyone outside of West Virginia is just going to scream when they hear this. Mm-hmm. To park in our parking garage downtown, mm-hmm. it costs, for three hours parking... <laughs> Two dollars. No, no. Four dollars? One dollar. One dollar. One dollar to park in the parking garage. Two. No, it's, yeah, I mean, if you say six hours, it's two dollars. That's crazy. It's a dollar per three hours. So it's a dollar for three. It's two dollars for six. It's three dollars for nine. And that's it. If you lose your card, if you're there all night, if like, you what five dollars total? No, three. Three? I thought it was five. If you lost no, it? No, it maxes out at three. I know nothing. So this so- is yeah, wild. It's to one, me. two, or three dollars. It's a ch- I can- if you can imagine that parking that cheap. Yeah. But I always feel guilty if like I'm pulling up and it's like I ha- I realize all I have is a card, so then I have to go to the ATM there. Yeah. And you get a twenty. And I have to get a twenty because that's a ch- the lowest you can get there, and then I have to pull back up and be like, I was here for an hour. Here's twenty dollars. <laughs> Please give me $19 yeah. ones. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone yeah. outside of West Virginia that I can park somewhere for three hours also for Also that you dollar. just said
0: our parking garage, as in the one. We have well, the we've one. We've got two. They're the same, though. And we have one at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia. And it's free at the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> I, think, I think a large part of why I like to avoid carrying cash is... Um, my social anxiety and how it arises in various situations. Like, for example, when I was on a road trip and I knew I was going to have to go through tolls and each one was going to be $4. I was like, okay, I only need $8. And I looked and all I had was some birthday money that someone had given me, or maybe graduation money or something, someone had given me a $50 bill. It's like, well, this won't do. And the ATM I went to at a gas station was broken. It's like, well, um, I am going to have an anxiety attack thinking about <laughs> pulling up to a toll booth and giving this toll worker a $50 bill.
1: They're going to hate me. They're going to be so bad.
0: For $4. So I tried to ask the man at the gas station. And he said, no, I won't take it that big. So I was like, well, uh, okay. So I pulled through the Wendy's and got a soda for and paid with a $50 bill. And the look that poor Wendy's employee gave me when I handed her a $50 bill for a $2 soda was the worst feeling I've ever experienced in my whole life. She was like, do you have anything else to pay with this?
1: And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I need your change. (laughs) You know what? You know what you could have done? What? I like this idea. You could have pulled up to that toll booth, handed him a $50 bill and say, this covers however many cars behind me. This will cover. What was
0: I supposed to do at the next toll? Just be highly tell them to pack. Well,
1: yeah, I don't know about
2: that. And every take time, this. The toll angel has been born.
0: Take this. And every only... road
2: trip I go on, I spend $200 <laughs> just on tolls. Your kindness, a.k.a. social anxiety. You know what?
1: I bet, I don't know. I'm not, I've never worked at a toll booth, but I bet if I was, I would not want someone to do that. No. Because the time it would take to explain to each car next... No, you don't have to pay. The person six the cars person ahead of you paid. And, like, the person sitting there holding their money going, what, what, like, uh, okay, and then explain it again. Like, <laughs> can you imagine that line of traffic? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Just go. Just go.
0: <laughs> and they just stop having tolls because of me. I've paid for everyone's tolls. <laughs>
1: uh, let's, let's focus. I want to focus on... All the there were all these financial pitfalls that befell uh, Taylor and I when we became, like, sort of adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and what? I want to focus on how we can, how you can fight them and know what to be prepared for, since no one ever teaches us this usually. True. But before we do that, let's check the group message. Sisters, I'm very excited about our first sponsor this week. Why, Why is it? that? Uh, because our first sponsor is Mod Cloth. And you both know my deep and abiding love for mod cloth. Uh, I, I do not um, purchase a lot of clothing for myself, period. I purchase even less online. Mm-hmm. But the one website I always turn to first if I want to look for some cute dress for some outing or just some new tops or some shorts because it's getting warmer, the first place I always turn is Mod Cloth. And now it's spring. So they have everything you need from fun florals and stripes to easy one and done looks like rompers and jumpsuits. Uh, they're wearable styles. They're they're breezy and cool. It's the right time of year to check it out. And they also have a bridal boutique. So if Ooh. you are looking for a wedding gown, if you're looking for a bridesmaid approved dress, uh, just anything to wear to, a, wear to a wedding, they've got you covered there too, yeah. which is cool. I just uh, actually made a big mod cloth purchase. I was realizing that... Um, as I am finally um, ridding ridding my the last of my, I've been pregnant and I gained 60 pounds while I was pregnant weight, uh, I was buying some new tops for the spring and I got some cute new blouses and t-shirts. They have like graphic tees if you want something more casual and they mm-hmm. also have like nice little flowy blouses and sleeveless tops so that I can look a little nicer and nice. Charlie approved of all my looks.
0: That's always most important
1: well she does she'll look at my clothes and tell me if they're bad or not yeah (laughs) she does that to most people (laughs) she told me what to wear to her easter party actually that's good was it cool i put one of them on and she said that's the one you have to wear to my party don't wear the (laughs) other one wear that one thanks thanks charlie i think uh riley if our listeners want to check out mod cloth where should they go
0: you can get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more if you go to modcloth.com, that's m-o-d-c-l-o-t-h.com, and enter the promo code BUFFERING at checkout. This offer is valid for one-time use only, and it expires on July 6th, 6th 2019. There we go, I know how to speak. So go ahead and get on that and get your summer-spring fashions. That's 15% off your purchase of $100 or more at modcloth.com, promo code BUFFERING.
1: Still Buffering is also supported in part this week by Zola. Zola will take the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save-the-dates-and-invitations, and and easy-to-use planning tools. They have over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from. They'll fit whatever you and your partner's style are. They have something to match you. And the Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. So there's something for every guest to give. And I can tell you as someone who attempted to plan a wedding, realized they were going to suck at it, uh, and then asked their mom to do it, <laughs> 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 that uh, it can be challenging. And you get excited about some things, like that for me, it was the uh, list for the DJ, specifically the list of songs not to play. <laughs> that was um, very important. And I was very excited about the cake. And then there were lots of other things that like, I didn't even know where to get started. How do I find invitations and save the dates and order them and get them and I don't like those and where are other ones and a gift registry but Zola has you covered so they can take care of all that for you you can make a wedding website that will help you manage all that so that you can focus on the important thing which is celebrating your love yeah for another person Taylor if our guests or if our guests if our (laughs) listeners want to check out Zola where should they go? Uh,
2: so they can you can start your free wedding website, and you can also get fifty dollars off your registry uh, on Zola. You just have to go to zola.com slash still buffering. That's z o l a. dot com slash still buffering. Get fifty bucks off and start your free wedding website.
1: So when uh, I started on my my road to financial security. <laughs> I don't know. My road to financial freedom. Um, I I had my debit account and my checkbook, so I was all ready. I thought, you know, the best thing I can do, I don't ever want to be somebody who gets in debt, so I'm just going to be frugal. I'm going to try not to spend a lot. Um, I was very lucky in undergrad to be on scholarship. I knew I was going to rack up a ton of debt in med school, um, which, of course, I did. But in undergrad, I was on scholarship. So I thought I will do I will do everything I can to take full advantage of this opportunity not to go into debt. Um, and I did. And I was very proud of myself because I thought, good. Yay. Good job. You did Good job, Sid. Yes. You didn't you didn't do anything frivolous. Uh, but the thing I did not know is that because I wasn't paying a lot of other bills I wasn't you know I was living on campus I didn't have like a rent or an electric Mm -hmm. bill or anything like that and because I didn't have a credit card to use I was not establishing any credit like Mm. at all and this was not I don't know who should have told me about that but no one ever did
2: yeah I feel like there should be a class that's just, like, how to get, like, yeah, like, how to become financially independent at some point. Like, fair basics. Like, you need credit. It's important. Like, credit is a weird thing to get the concept of, though, because, like, I agree with you, Sid. Like, I was like, well, if I don't have debt, then I'm a good, like, I'm a good renter. Or, like, you know, like, that's that's a good yeah. thing, right? Like, when I started tr- first started trying to get into apartments when I was first living in New York, like, I, I thought that I was good because I could say, like, you can look at my bank account. You can see that I can pay my rent. That's literally all I could prove to you. Yeah. <laughs> like it kind of took a while. Like, oh, okay. So I have to spend money on a credit card regularly to prove that. Oh, okay. And I, I guess I get it, but it's weird. Like, you have to spend money regularly and have debt on, an, on a regular occasion to prove that you can pay debt.
1: It, it's really it's not I mean because I entered the world of like adulthood and finances thinking that it was you have like the amount of money you're making or you know at the time it was scholarship for me, and then eventually like making and then you have the things you need to buy and you just make sure that you have more money that you're bringing in than you're putting out and that's finances and that's it and that's the end of the story and I, I just didn't know there was so much more to it and mm-hmm. it, it never occurred to me. Um, Even when, you know, as I I, I still remember filling out all those papers for med school as I was taking on, I, I mean, massive debt. And what I was told by anybody who I talked to about, like, financial advising and about student loans was, oh, don't ever worry about student loan debt. Student loan debt is good debt. It's good debt. Nobody ever holds it against you. Uh, you, you know, you'll, you're going to be a doctor. So it's going to be so easy to pay off and it won't harm you when you go to do things like try to buy a car or buy a house or whatever. Like, oh no, 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 that th- they're not even going to blink. They're going to go, oh, that's med school. It doesn't matter. Which is so not true. I don't think there's such a thing as good debt. Is there? What? I, I would say there's not, well, this is what, uh, later, uh, one of our, uh, uh, the guy who helped us when we finally were able to like get a loan to buy our first house, which is a huge struggle for Justin and I to do. And it's so much worse for, for many other people. Um, But when we first sat down with him and I, I was like, he said, first of all, we got to take you off this paperwork. You're a, you're a horrible financial risk. All <laughs> you have is debt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but it's, I mean, like, I'm going to be a doctor. It's student loan debt. It's cool. And he was like, no, 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 no. Who told you that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. But somebody told me it was good debt. And he was like, ha ah, there's no good debt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean. The, the, I think there's
1: probably better debt and worse debt. Yeah.
2: Well, I think when we say debt, it, it means something to like having like a debt on a credit card. Like, that auto pays. Like, running up $500 on your credit card every month and then paying it off, that is actually good debt because that does build your credit. Like, yes, yes, paying things off on a regular fashion, showing that you can be mm-hmm. responsible and make payments is, I guess, what people mean when they say that. Uh, it's the only I, think... I think that, that's the only thing I can think that means.
1: Well, and I've seen a lot of people make the argument that student loan debt, not just med school, but any student loan debt, You could see as, like, the same way you would look at, like, the investment in a company or an investment in a piece of property. Like, I'm going to, like, if you're going to flip a house, I'm going to buy this house that's really run down for a lower price. And I'm losing that money on the front end. Like, I'm paying this money out for something that isn't, I'm not going to live in. Nobody's going to want to buy. Like, it's not worth a lot. But... I'm going to put the time and energy and money into it so that I'm going to get so much money back when I can sell it for way more than what I bought it for and what I put into it and all that. And you can look at, I've heard people argue that student debt is like that. If what you're getting a degree in gives you earning potential, then your degree is your investment that you put in to get back that Mm -hmm. lifetime's worth of whatever you're going to make in theory. I've heard yeah. that argument.
2: I, yeah, and I, I think that that might have been true in the past. I, I just think that's that's the kind of changing landscape of how we look at the, I don't know, the, the worth of, like, having a college degree, unfortunately. I mean, like, it's it's a fantastic thing to have, but unfortunately it less and less means that you're guaranteed to have, like, a high-paying job, like. Sure, um, sure. I don't know. I, I also think, I don't know, I think I think credit cards, like, I think the generations before us, it was kind of like, just build up a bunch of debt. Live on credit cards. It's fine. Have debt. You'll figure it out. I think that was kind of like willy nilly for a while. <laughs> like, I think you're
1: right. I think I think that was
2: but true. But I think we were raised by people that were very much like, don't don't do that. That was our bad. Like, I don't know. I think that's well, it's, it's just uh, it's just generational changes in how we how money affects the economy and then how we respond to it. I
1: think that's true. And I think I think that the rise of Like, first, the idea that you can get a credit card, and, you know, they used to... I mean, it was the same thing with, like, mortgages. Like, people you knew weren't necessarily good credit risks, banks were still giving credit cards to and mortgages to and stuff that they knew they couldn't pay Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, which is, you know, precipitated the crisis and everything, like, among the problems. But, like, aside from those kind of almost predatory, like, Mm. kind of practices that a lot of credit card companies definitely use um this sprung up this whole idea of predatory lending i mean of loan sharks of like companies that will like you're in a desperate situation and you have to have money right now because like your car broke down and you can't get to work and i've seen have you seen the representative uh katie porter from she's from like california's oh 40 something the the
0: um video of her doing questioning about how those companies work yes yeah i've seen that
1: i would if you have i would check out her on youtube because she uh she wrote um is it an economics textbook or an accounting textbook I, it's an economics I, textbook. yeah one of the two and uh really and she's it. she's referencing her own textbook as she's questioning members of trump's administration which i think is so bad i can't say that bad, bad, bad blood, but uh, yeah <laughs> Um, But she explains how these loans work and how they catch people and how, like, they they know you need the money and they know that you're desperate and that you'll do anything. And they know you're not going to be in a position to pay it back. They know they've got you. And once you – and even if you can pay it back, the interest is going to be such that you will be in debt to them for all eternity. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just – but they know that you are so desperate that they'll take advantage of you and she she Katie poor she explains it really well i would I would recommend watching one of her uh YouTube every time I see her I'm mm-hmm. i I see her videos as I'm scrolling and I'm like, I have to watch this person. She is so smart and to the point and knows what she's talking about. She's very cool, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, you get in this situation with a lot of these like, okay. Where I have to have money now, I have to do something, so I'll get a credit card, and that was the stuff that like I thought I was avoiding, and then it goes the other direction. Yeah, you're no credit right. risk, like you you have no proven track record, so your credit score sucks. Which that was something I didn't even know existed. Like I had a credit score before I knew what a credit score was. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a scary concept. Is that hey, have you ever checked your credit score, Riley? Nope.
0: You know what? I'm going to tell you why. Because I have had a debit card. I have done as you have done. I have a savings account and I have a checking account. I put most of my money into a savings account. I spend money in my checking account when necessary. And that's the only spending I do. So I have not checked my checking, my credit score because I know it's like bad. I have no credit. (laughs)
1: Well, it might not be as bad as you think, but it's not good. I mean, like that's the that's the thing. I know There's it's like gonna a- be
0: like that little like meter on credit karma. It's like <laughs> red on one end and gray on the other. It's just gonna be all the way broken on the left side, like it's bad, spinning. <laughs> zero. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I, I mean, it's but you're you're at the age now where you can you can build. Like I I mean, I remember starting with like my first baby credit card. It was like I think they gave me like a it's like a five hundred dollar limit. Like it was not like it was like how Uh much damage can you do with this And i like put like my heat and electric bill on it and that was it like i locked it away i hid it in a drawer like this is not for me to use i have two bills that are a charge and auto pay auto pay every month i did that for like Mm -hmm. years yeah that's how i like got into my first real like i can lease this apartment on my own like but you're in a position now and i'd say this to anyone that's in their like early 20s like you know younger than that like it, it's you'll you'll be fine start now start now yeah i yeah. know i
0: have things like my uh my new york times subscription and my netflix and <laughs> and my my audible yeah. <laughs> it's just like 15 yeah. a month just like there
2: yeah, it's just something that automatically <laughs> that. No. And automatically pays off even to this day i keep all of my credit cards on auto pay it's a little bit harder to manage when you have bigger sums going in and out but it's just like right it's it's better just to do that than to get that notification from your credit agency like a new charge has been issued against your account like oh no
1: (laughs) oh good (laughs) yeah no it's it's really true I would I would highly recommend that as people are starting out on their own and taking control of their own finances I think you know having first of all making sure that you move stuff into your name if stuff previously has been in your parents name Mm -hmm. like trying to get some things in your name because if you live in the dorms you don't have an apartment right Mm -hmm. away yeah you know well that was
0: important my first debit card I got when I was I think 16 or 17 and I couldn't have my own account like it had to be through mom and dad so it was this weird debit card that wasn't even really a debit card like you just put money onto it but it wasn't connected to a bigger account it was like you couldn't Move money from that account to another one. You could just spend from that. Like a pay as you go. Yeah, it was like a prepaid card almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I turned eighteen and could have my own actual account, and now it is like mine.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's it's, my own. It's good to have bills in your name, and it's good exactly like Taylor was saying to have things auto drafted, like to set that up so that they just pay automatically each month. Um, the more you can do that, the better. And especially if you do have a credit card, where you just put a couple things on, put them to auto draft, mm-hmm. and do that every month, so that like as soon as it's charged, it's paid off. Right. And then don't use it for ever. As as <laughs> as my loving husband would tell you, don't use it for like pizza and video games. <laughs> yeah. You get yourself in trouble that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that I think that's a huge thing. I would be careful about credit card companies that advertise on college campuses mm-hmm. the ones that i like to try to sign up for and get free t-shirts right but i never i was always too bad of a credit risk to get one but i did get the t-shirt <laughs> uh which was good i was, I was lucky Say it's probably the best result possible honestly yes it was good i didn't get the cards because like they're targeting you for a reason yeah,
2: yeah. well i think i think early yeah like when you're when you're a credit risk the, the credit cards that sound too good to be true are just that it's like i, I feel like my, my first yeah. card it was like you have a really high interest rate if you screw up, you're going to pay more money. You can only ever charge this much on it. It's like that sounds about right. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> no,
1: it really is. I mean, like my first credit card. You said five hundred. I want to say I may have had like a two hundred and fifty dollar limit card. I, that's
2: what I was thinking. I almost said that for mine too. I was like, that's that doesn't seem possible. But bad, yeah, I mean, I think that that's pretty normal. Like they start you out, and that's that's actually probably a good sign, I'd say, because you're probably you're not paying an annual mm-hmm. fee. You're you're you're. Not allowed to really do much damage with it, but that's yeah that's that's good
1: i would I would watch out for store cards mm-hmm. um i I fell into that trap with a let's we'll just say a department store <laughs> we don't mm-hmm. want to name names <laughs> I don't want to name names, but I got a department store credit card because they told me they were like you know it would save you however much that day I mean that's how they got me. Yeah, it's they're like, always
0: like, "Yeah, you'll save like twenty five percent today," and like, and that's I had a lot saved of up
1: my money to like go buy these things, and I was like, "Oh," and I could save this much of it. I could get I could hit the food court on my way out, like <laughs> <laughs> I can get some Chinese. This would be awesome. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll sign up. I'll save this money, and so it sounded like such a good idea, and I used it a couple times, and then I paid it off, and thought, I I don't really. I don't know why I got this I, do, I don't shop enough To even justify having a card I'm just not going to use it And I didn't know That it was one of the cards Some credit cards Will accrue a fee Just for existing yeah. Yeah. Every month So like every if month you don't spend money on it Yes yeah. You just get And it's it's small typically It's yeah. just a couple bucks But if you don't know it's there And so you're not paying it mm. Then you're accumulating fees For not paying the minimum You're not paying your bill on time And so maybe you have a lot of fees, maybe all of a sudden you get a call because you owe a department store one hundred and fifty dollars and you haven't bought anything at that department store in a year. And you have no idea why you owe this money. And it's all fees. Uh, It's mm -hmm. just an accumulation of fees. And so you end up having to pay these people one hundred fifty dollars for nothing. Or like the convenience of having a piece of plastic that was in my wallet for a year. Uh, and then, and maybe it takes you like a week to get them to actually close your fricking account. So I would, uh, I would not recommend store credit cards as a jumping yep. off point. Well, and there are, yeah. uh,
2: there are a lot of good, uh, websites actually that help you like when you're, especially when you're looking at like a next tier credit card. Cause the fact is, you know, w- once you get into the cards that maybe you're paying like a fee for, it's usually coming like there are ways to offset it. Like. You know, you get this, but then you get airline miles. You know, you, you, you pay yes. this, but then you yep. get you, you get certain, like, you, you get certain, like, cash back or, or whatever. So there are – there is, but there are websites out there that are actually really good for, like, you can just see all of them side by side and, like, yeah. the rankings of mm-hmm. them. So I think if you could – do get to that mm-hmm. next year level of – or the next level of credit where you're like, okay, I have my baby credit card. Maybe I can have a better credit card. I don't know. Everybody – That's the funny thing, too, that happens is when you finally get to the land of like, okay, credit, every credit card tries to recruit you, but they're not all good. Yes. (laughs) And and yeah, so that's that's the that's the opposite side. Like once I got my credit clean enough to like just lease an apartment, it was like everybody wanted me. But it's like, I don't think I want all of you. I'm going to do some research. And it it really
1: is something that like the vast majority of us are going to need to address at some point. I kind of thought. I had this weird perception that credit cards were really just like, if you wanted to make a lot of extravagant purchases, you couldn't afford, then that's what a credit card was for, Mm -hmm. which is not the case because having good credit, um, is the reason like that we, that Justin was able to (laughs) buy our first house. I couldn't, (laughs) I was a very bad credit risk, uh, (laughs) But that was why is is, you know, having decent credit. And so, like, if you think someday I might want to rent an apartment, I might want to try to buy a house do or any house that you need to do when rent you're a adult. house. <laughs> I might want to buy a car. And, and I mean, in, in any fashion that isn't just like I have a giant stack of cash to hand yeah. you, which that would be awesome. Yeah that's not the case for most people (laughs) yes we are not living a life where we have giant stacks of cash to hand the car dealer or to hand the house dealer dealer
0: (laughs) dealer is that what real estate agents
1: are no house dealers no because they're not because you're not really paying all the money to that real estate agent they just get their commission
0: is that what a house owner is is every house owner just a house dealer just trying to
1: I guess once you're selling it. But then you're also thinking like a lot of that's just going to the bank because like we don't own. Are
0: banks house dealers? In a sense. Every, every I mean like the bank dealer. still owns
1: the majority of this house. That you one's know. a house dealer. Like we don't own it. I mean we own, you know what I mean. We don't own it. Money's confusing. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's the yeah. point, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but like you're probably going to do something in your life that you need credit yeah, for. Yeah. Probably. Not everybody. Some people are going to wonder the countryside in their mobile tiny house that they bought outright with cash, I'm and, gonna do that. And they're never going to. That's I don't sure, know. some maybe. people. <laughs> you're gonna. If you're yeah. not
2: those people though, uh, you know one <laughs> thing that I, because I just always felt like in my early uh, housing situations, I just like I was the 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 more responsible one. So I would just pay. I would put all the bills under my name. People would pay me back that was just me being kind of neurotic and like I don't want our heating turned off um but it actually also is a really like having bills yeah. even if they're tiny like you know like uh, you're you know whatever maybe your gas or electric it's like 20 bucks 60 bucks a month but mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. letting like getting those little payments under your name and not just like paying somebody else even if you're paying somebody else that's paying the bill like you know take on what you can because it will help you down the road
1: yeah yeah No, no, it's very, it's very true that the sooner you can, like, it's great if you're in a position where your parents can help you out when you first get started, because more and more, even whether you're straight out of high school into the job market, straight out of high school into college, out of college, still trying to find a job, you know, which is the situation for a lot of young people now, we're like,
0: out of college, putting yourself into more debt, (laughs) right,
1: where you're where you're out of college, and you thought this is the time I was going to be able to assume my, you know, financial independence, but I'm not so if you're if you're lucky enough to be in a position where your your parents are helping you out that's awesome um but it is the sooner like Taylor said the sooner you can get something in your name and start showing like I'm making money or I can pay things like yeah the easier it is down the road and it and I mean like we could get to a deeper level that says like this is this all sucks it all seems so unfair yeah.
2: well yeah I mean sometimes it does seem like that there's a lot of between credit and looking at taxes, like there's a lot of purposeful traps that you're meant to fall in that cost you money here, money there, but ultimately cost you big money at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, you, you yeah. can... You can I, the information's out there. It sucks that it's not taught in a class. I think that class would be awesome. But, you know, yeah. like yeah. mandatory, like senior year of, of high school, maybe junior, just like how not to screw up your money life.
0: I would love that class. I would have loved it so much.
1: No, I th- I think it's very true. And then and and what you can do is like uh, on the on the larger picture, I think still knowing this information and taking control of of your life and your finances is important in the si- in the system that exists currently while still working to try to like vote for people who are going to fix it, you know.
2: Yeah. Yes. I
1: think I think both of those ideas can exist
2: yeah because yeah, it's like you know like I uh, we, we've had this discussion before like none of, n- I, I I don't think that the system is particularly friendly in this current administration I think maybe it's a little bit it's even harder uh, to get ahead in but yeah you know there's you, you, you yeah. deal with the hand you've been dealt and then you you try to work for for better things in the future
1: yeah no I mean I think I think it's it, that's obviously you have to make that comment having in a conversation like this is that ultimately we should be in a system where it's not so convoluted where it's not so difficult and where there aren't so many like, um, ways that you can be well-meaning and try to do the right thing and then like get totally screwed over, you know, by banks and lenders and, you know, all kinds of institutions for it. Like mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that hard. Um, and hopefully it won't after the next election
2: yeah <laughs> and I, i'm yeah. just gonna say this to to all young artists out there getting paid for art is awesome you should try to do it you should definitely charge what you're worth but if you ever do get paid like if you're it's money that's gonna be taxed just bury it half of it in the ground because <laughs> like, it's awesome to get paid for for creating things but just you know those of us that have done it, it's like oh wait <laughs> like taxes None of it's taken out. Like if you're used to that, no. yeah, yeah. And that sounds like an exaggeration. It's not. Just trust me. This is good advice.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it really, like, yeah. I would say we didn't really get into that. But if you're somebody who is like self-pay, or you know, your own, your own, your own business, or you do anything in like the creative, you world. you have a podcast, and the it,
0: government doesn't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: anything like that. Um, t- and you're not sure how that works. At least talk to somebody. Yeah. I'll tell you. It so you have to pay to talk to a financial advisor unless you just have like a nice friend who's willing to give you information for free. Or your dad who will pay your taxes for you. But like if you if you don't and you have no idea, man, that's that, that one conversation is worth paying for because um your taxes are not taken out and oh oof. There <laughs> rough, <laughs> there were some rough years there. Oof. Where we didn't know what we were doing. I mean,
2: get, yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back for, for making enough stuff that it's like gets to the taxes. That's cool. Like, you know, like, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, know that you still owe taxes. <laughs> taxes are great. Taxes are wonderful. If you know that you're going you, to pay them yes. and you're prepared. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I. I am pro-taxes as long as we're taxing the right people and the right amounts and they know that they have to pay us.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, so what we're saying is someone give me bills yeah. to pay so Do you I can want have some? Credit.
2: I got some to spare. I'll owe you some bills. <laughs> someone, hey, listen. Please. This is going to be my new, my new <laughs> get-rich-quick business. Taylor's got some bills. You can have them. Com.
0: <laughs> gets me credit gets your bills paid you get some credit now apparently that's all I do I get my bills
2: paid we're all good
1: yeah we'll make that our we'll make that our stretch goal next year during the max fund drive you can pay Taylor's bills we don't we don't we're not really asking no, you to pay Taylor's bills no
2: absolutely bills.
1: not no that's what
2: I'm gonna do hey, Riley can so, pay Taylor's bills I'm capable an, well I was gonna say I'm capable as an adult <laughs> Some ways I pay my bills.
1: <laughs> We're all figuring it out slowly. Yeah.
2: I might sleep with my shoes on more often than that, but I pay my bills. Adult. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, good luck, everyone. I-, I hope that was helpful. Yes, that was our. That was. I hope you benefit from our failings, <laughs> and you, you never look at a banker who laughs in your face when you say, "But student loan debt is good debt," and they laugh at you <laughs> yeah. like you're oh. You, oh honey. Oh you little doctor. Bre- bless <laughs> your heart. That's what he gave me. He gave me a bless your heart. You little yeah. doctor. No dead is good debt, honey. He didn't call me honey. That would be a, that would have been very right. sexy. He's not like that. He's a nice guy. That's good. He was very helpful. He just thought it was funny. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you sisters for joining me. Uh, if you have suggestions uh, or questions or comments or topics you can email us. It's still buffering at maximumfun.org You can tweet at us. At Still Buff. You should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mind. This
0: has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney
2: McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. Baby, and I was
0: to was
2: sign up for Credit Karma real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound designed sci fi comedy epic, following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12-foot-tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for, yeah you know what, you'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging, sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix, Z-Y-X-X.